Welcome to the Cathedral of Shadows, where demons gather. Yes. <laughs> I guess I really don't care if it's dangerous or not. Welcome, listeners, to another Please Don't Listen to This, Your Soul Depends on It, Hello Scream Monster, Terror Sode of Fright. Three, Killogy. Hanna-Barbera stock bat sounds. (laughs) I'm here with a lonely spirit to discuss Scooby-Doo on Zombie Island. A VHS from 1998, and uh, I think that this is a very appropriate uh, topic for the season, mm-hmm. and uh, we'll we'll get into just what we think about it and our history with it in just a minute. But I'd like to introduce my guest. I have Captain of the Moonscar Pirates Seb with me here. Yar, or rather. <laughs> 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 You got both in there. That's because good. I'm a zombie. Mm-hmm. And I am your host, cat person with peppers in their eyes, Nick. <laughs> you got to do that. Now, <laughs> you can't do it. I can't do that. No. No, I can do. I can do lots of other things with my voice. I cannot. I'm no Frank Welker. I can't make animal sounds. Yeah. I used to try to make pterodactyl sounds all the time, which was stupid because we don't know what pterodactyls sounded like. Well, I'm sure you could kid. probably guess, right? When I, yeah, I, I was, <laughs> I, I made a habit of doing like this <laughs> kind of sound uh, in elementary school. I was better at it then, though. But Seb, you were the one who suggested this for a terror sode. Can you yes. tell me what you had in mind when you, um, when you recommended this, and why, um, you, why you wanted to talk about it? Uh, kind of like with the um, Scary Godmother app, it was just kind of like one of those things that was in everybody's collective consciousness that's our age mm. um around right. halloween except it's much better than scary godmother um, it is much a, better than scary yeah godmother. a bit more nostalgic in the oh i love that kind of way and not in the like oh yeah that was fucking always on kind of way um but yeah i just kind of wanted to go back and rewatch it again and um because we would bring it up uh quite a bit um around halloween time especially the uh that main music number um, in the mm-hmm. middle of the Terror movie. Terror time again. Yeah. Um, which I'm sure you might be putting um, right in here. Um, oh, yeah. I'll put a bit of it right in right in here right now because I want to end with the other original song that they have. Ah, uh, okay. I, I actually, um, like, on the rewatch, I like that one a little better. Okay. Yeah, I still like Terror Time, um, but they're both really good. Uh, but, yeah, so I just kind of wanted to have that fun nostalgia trip about it because it's, I think kind of universally universally lauded as one of the best pieces of scooby-doo media out there mm-hmm. um at least and there is a lot to choose age. from there is oh, yeah. so much after after they got big in you know the, the basically the 60s like mm-hmm. you this was something that they were able to make a new scooby-doo show every couple of years forever yeah and at some point they were they were made doing one like every year mm-hmm. like it was it was a non-stop like this um this started a trend of a, an original video thing, like a direct-to-video thing every year yep. for a or while. Or TV movie thing. Or TV movie thing. 
Um, but uh, this production team was used for four in a row, and you can tell that they were getting a little fatigued by the end there. Mm-hmm. Uh, this this is, I do think that this is a good movie, and I do think that this, especially like more than anything else, like it's 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 a plotted plotted pretty well for a Scooby Doo story, and uh, it's fun for kids. You know, it's just got all the things that make for a thing an entertaining thing to watch. Yeah. But this watching it now, I'm like, oh my god, I was so fucking spoiled. This animation is gorgeous. How yeah. did I watch '60s Scooby Doo after this? How did I, I watch something with three a three frame walk cycle after after watching <laughs> the transformation scene in this movie that looks like it came straight out of an OVA? Yeah, um, and that's like a really impressive thing about this movie is you know no other piece of Scooby Doo media was this high quality at this point. Right. Um, they even and had I, I like I think I know why that is too. Yeah, they had advanced shading. Um, like the, the characters actually have shadow on shadows on them rather than just being a flat color And the lighting is really good. And the backgrounds are really good. And just like everything about it is really good and detailed. And while we were while watching it, like we kept being like, oh man, that's a really good sell. Oh man, look at that frame, you know, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, it's just a really pretty piece of Scooby-Doo. And I don't yeah. think we got anything like that ever again um at least not that high quality i think um no i mean I we've mean, gotten well animated scooby-doo things uh, uh, since like there it's it's not like there's yeah which is curse uh, we was also really really good well i mean this um, like i said this studio was was used for the next three like there's yeah. a, a pack of four and i'm sure you will remember the other three quite well i know yeah. that you have a special fondness for the next one scooby-doo and the witch's ghost oh um, yes I don't blame you, but unfortunately it does not hold up as well as this one. I don't think any of them do. Like it's, and I'm not to say that they're like a waste of time or whatever, but like this one is special partially because it was the first time they were trying to do something like this, where Mm -hmm. they, they they're giving a weird amount of prestige to the character of Scooby-Doo, which I guess they've earned over the, you know, 40 years or whatever they had been in the consciousness. Yeah. Like like there, there were like two like Gen X and Mm -hmm. maybe even like late, late boomers. Um, all the way through millennials mm. were grew grow up grew up on Scooby Doo, so right. it it was know, kind of this not really prestigious but like this everybody yeah. loves Scooby Doo, right? And if I had gone, if I maybe if I go back to it, I'll feel a different way. But I and I know Cam has a lot of nostalgia for a pup named Scooby Doo. He's not here to defend himself. But I'm still I think a bit nostalgic the, about it, but yeah. I think most of the '80s Scooby Doo is awful, and I, mm. we will get to that on the hazardous materials for this month. Um, I because like uh, because they could Cartoon Network could run whatever they want and original programming is is expensive. They mm-hmm. would run old Scooby Doo shit all the time. Yeah. So something like this is a treat. Like this VHS that I wore out is like a treat because it's animated well, it's plotted well, and it's just something you don't expect to see. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Um. What was I gonna say? Never mind. Don't listen to me. Okay. Um. <laughs> so Scooby Doo on Zombie Island. I, I don't know exactly the production history on it. I didn't look up, uh, do a ton of research on it beforehand. Well, the credits were I, completely Japanese. Well, okay, so I, I all of the animation Japanese. About that, yeah. Right. So the um. So the production studio. It was. Mook Mook. Uh, okay, Mook Animation. Uh, so Mook. it's yeah they um. They did a lot of, uh, they're a Japanese studio that did a lot of American animation, but they would do a lot of theme songs. So they, you would go mm-hmm. to them to get the nice thing that they looked at before your awful looking show. Like, uh, yes. for example, Mega Man. 
Yeah, the <laughs> the opening to the Mega Man show, which is better than or, any than it has any right to be. Or SWAT Cats, which has another yeah. famously uh, famously gorgeous uh, intro and not I famously not gorgeous SWAT show. Cats. I do not yeah. remember SWAT Cats at all, um, but I but remember their their Mega list of Man. credits is they have a they have a long list of credits, and they were in a lot doing a lot of good things before this. Mm-hmm. Um. So, uh, but like one of the things, just just to name a few, they worked on um, they worked on Bionic Six, which is uh, additional services for TMS. And if you know anything about uh, Japanese animation studios, TMS Tokyo Movie Shinsha, mm-hmm. they made all the good shit that you like. Batman the Animated Series, all the good looking episodes was t- were TMS. Tiny Toons, all the good looking episodes were TMS. Muppet Babies, all the good looking episodes were TMS. Fucking DuckTales, all the good-looking episodes were TMS. And eventually, they got they got so well-known that they priced everyone out. So <laughs> you could not wow. get your shit animated by TMS anymore unless you were really willing to pay the big bucks. And of course, after Pokemon gets big, nobody is willing to pay the big bucks anymore. So, yeah. Because that was cheap as hell. You just had to license cheap it. Cheap as hell and popular as fuck. Cheap as hell and makes lots of money. Yes. Um... But yeah, yeah um, they, yeah, you, uh, but this is like, so anyway, Mook Animation is uh, a Japanese animation studio. This is not done in-house anywhere in LA. And they used to farm old Scooby-Doo stuff out to Mexico, Mexican studios. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is not that. This is like a, an original plot. Like uh, it, it takes the, uh, it takes the stance that like, oh, all this old Scooby-Doo adventures, the first stuff that's canon. It happened a long time ago. These characters have grown up a little bit. They have jobs. Uh, and Daphne does not want she's like uh yeah she got bored of the life like she's like ah, i'm sick of always finding people with masks on you yeah know, it's and- just like a it's just like a bank manager or something with a mask on i'm sick of this i want something that's really haunted and so mm-hmm. for her birthday fred gets the gang back together shaggy and um shaggy and scooby are working customs which i imagine the jokes would have been very different if this was made after 9-11 but yeah uh it's all jokes about them uh getting like food as contraband very funny mm-hmm. having scooby sniff out and just eating it all like, and they and they have it. just been fired because right. of it <laughs> right and uh velma runs a bookshop which i feel like uh is it that's funny i, I it's, it's just like a funny thing to have she's like got, got a mystery horror bookshop um, yeah it's funny to me that she decided to do that rather than some kind of techie thing mm. yeah, see, she's I, always to, to been me, like she, that kind of She's like a, a research. I would, I, I would pay yeah. for someone to be at a college, right? But that's that's different, you know. Like I, I would see her like doing either like being in grad school or like doing some kind of wasn't she doing some kind of something weird? She was doing some kind of science thing in that like, what was it? The Scooby Doo comic series, Apocalypse Scooby Doo, or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's, she was that's doing another. That. That's a different thing entirely. Yeah. But, um, but all these characters get together. They're going on a road trip through like across the country they don't say where they start but it's assumed they're going east because it just seems like they're in california (laughs) yeah um but uh they end up in new orleans and get invited to a haunted mansion on an island uh and that a plantation uh, on an island yeah yeah plantation a pepper plantation on an island and that that's where they get uh kind of brought into the main the main plot is yeah. what, Scoo- that is the titular zombie island and, and the, it's, the it's mansion good, though, but the mansion absolutely looks like a plantation mansion which i think is, oh yeah like they could have just done like i know this is kind of a small thing to appreciate but they could have mm-hmm. just done like your typical haunted house 
But they yeah. actually they made, it, made look... it look like the house from Psycho, like every other house. Yeah, in it's got the big columns like. out front, you know, all that kind of plantation chic. But um, yeah, mm. so they they get there, and um, you were doing a better job at summarizing than I would. Yeah. So, um, so there was just like um, this is this is of course where we you know get uh, we meet our main characters, we meet our like it it has the structure of a traditional Scooby Doo thing, even while telling you both in the like advertisement and all the characters are constantly saying, Oh, the monsters are real this time. Now yeah. as a kid, you're like, well, of course the monsters are real. But as an adult, you're like, if you're watching this for the first time, they're like, yeah, whatever. They always, their monsters are always fake. Like why bother with the real ones? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So after all this time unmasking fake ghosts, she gets kind of like brought in by Simone Lenoir. Uh, Adrienne Barbeau uh, plays Simone. Simone Lenoir and Tara yeah. Strong plays uh, Lena Dupree. Uh, that was before her name was Strong, but I can't remember her uh, her original name. But, oh, well, uh, she's Lena Tara Dupree. Strong to, to yeah. everybody. Lena and Simone are sort of invite these uh, in, invite the mystery gang into their house, and that's when they start researching this uh, zombie stuff. And uh, the zombies, of course, are real, uh, but you get your you get your suspects. You know, you get your you get your weird. Uh, catfish hunter guy you get the voice by mark hamill gardener right voiced by mark hamill you get your weird uh disgruntled gardener uh and the guy who operates the boat to get to this island mm-hmm. plantation like all three of those you could you got three three um suspects right there if they wanted to do a regular scooby-doo episode and you can throw that all out the window because that that's not how this works the zombies are real there's actual ghosts um stuff is weird stuff is showing up on the footage uh scooby and shaggy get into a a bunch of trouble because uh there's a ton of cats in this uh, on this plantation and uh scooby can't stop chasing them around which is nice nice fun little gag but the important thing about this is that it looks gorgeous it looks so good all the stuff i just described all the little miniature character moments are so good in the meantime seb what did you think on a rewatch of this movie um I was more impressed by the animation than I was as a kid. Like, even as a kid, you recognize, like, oh, this is prettier than that yeah, thing you that I watched. I didn't have words for it as a kid, but I knew that this looked better yeah. than everything else I was watching. Like, you knew the TV the movie part. is higher quality than the TV show, in that mm-hmm. the feature film is higher quality than the TV movie, generally. Um but you, you just didn't know why or how much work that took or why they would mm-hmm. put it um, put all that into this, especially for something as cheap as Scooby-Doo. Like, they could have just done... Like, they didn't have to do all the nice lighting effects or anything or, or the cool, like, ghost effects. And it would still have probably been a step up from what Scooby-Doo used to look like. Um, but they, they went the extra mile. So I was really impressed um, re-watching it with the... Um, there's some cool ghost ectoplasm, like, glow shit that happens. Um, big spirals of green in the sky and coming down and zapping people. Um, and I think you said that was that looks like it was straight out of Yu Yu Hakusho. Yeah, that what that's you, what yeah. I said about that. Um, and uh, then there was also the transformation sequences with um, the, uh, the cat people. Um, well, the people turning mm. into cat people that, you know... They worshipped a pagan cat god, which is a the funny pagan pa- thing. The French settlers worshipping a pagan cat god that they just called cat god. Um, we come to America to worship our foreign god. Yeah, you shat. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I was even way more impressed by a lot of the um, 
expressions and the animation that I was as a kid. Um, because now I know what it takes to animate that stuff and how stingy studios can actually be a lot of the time and how many corners they could cut and how they really didn't have to do that for this. And they would probably still have made money off of it because everybody likes Scooby-Doo. Um, but, uh, yeah, that was something I was really impressed by. And also the, um, like, just kind of like the, the character moments. Like, we were talking about how, um... Daphne and Fred have a bit more personality fleshed out this time, whereas mm-hmm. like Daphne I mean, was been always working on that for years. They 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 were really only uh, cardboard cutouts in the original show. Oh yeah, you know, um, the original four seasons or whatever of um, of uh, Scooby. You know, Scooby Doo, where are you? And then what's new, Scooby Doo? Like right after that, it's like they they don't really have anything to them. Velma and Shaggy are the interesting ones, and then yeah. like later, only it's only later that they get stuff added to them. Yeah, um, and I thought it was kind of cool. Like Daphne was always the ditzy one. Like she was always the one getting caught caught by the mummy and uh, falling down a trap or something like that. Um, and she was the one who was really doing well of everybody. She became a reporter, um, and she was kind of leading the charge on all this, um, which I right. thought was it's a really the... cool thing for her character. I like that. Before you see Shaggy and Scooby, the movie is about Daphne. Yes. Um, and that's she's nice. like that's nice, one of the first nice ones touch. to show up. Um, and then Fred, he's like the skeptic the whole time, um, which I think he kind of was in the older ones. Um, I mean, but like after you've been catching hundreds of um, criminals in monster costumes for so many years, mm-hmm. like who wouldn't be a right. skeptic? Um, and then, of course, Shaggy and Scooby are the same old, same old, um, which isn't bad. And Velma also. Um, I don't think they did much to change any of those, um, either either Shaggy or Scooby or Velma, um, but that's fine. Um, I just was kind of impressed by the characterization of um, uh, Daphne and, and Fred this time around. But uh, what about you? Well, um, let's see. So I, I really, I mean, this was great on a rewatch. It was just, mm-hmm. it holds up insanely well. Uh, in terms of a, a like an original video, like home video thing. Yeah, it doesn't just, feel it's dated. Scooby Doo. I'm a sucker for a good Scooby Doo. I mean, yeah, yeah, it's dated. I mean, it doesn't feel as dated as it could. Is what I mean. Like yeah, it's obviously yeah. um, on hand drawn cells. It's not digital. It's in standard definition. But like other than that, the story doesn't really feel dated um, to me. No, absolutely like, not. Like they don't use. I think the the most. Uh, kind of archaic thing they do is have that um, huge-ass computer in the mystery machine and not have, like, a laptop or something like that. Yeah, um, even that's not that weird. Yeah, it's not. You could say that they're they're old-fashioned. Yeah. I got this uh, this machine, this car off of my my dad or my grandpa or something, and it just had it in there. I don't yeah. Know. The, um, the, the most... the thing One of the things that stuck out to me the most, like, I mean, for... In terms of uh, character stuff uh, all the food in this movie was great Loved oh yeah that. they they really went hardcore on like we're in new orleans this is where mm-hmm. we are we've got chili peppers we They're got gumbo crayfish we, yeah, yeah yeah you got crayfish um you got what what were those little biscuits they were eating those little pastries it started with a b uh, and it sounded french beignets beignets yeah i want to try one of those i've never had those before mm. um but yeah they went super hardcore and then Everybody, I mean, even besides um, 
you know, Simone and um, Lena, like, everybody had kind of that, like, uh, Cajun accent or um, a Frenchish name, stuff like that. Um, so they went hardcore with, like, I guess the research of, we're in New Orleans, this is where we are, we're in the bayou, you know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's a good location for Scooby-Doo, as opposed yeah. to a haunted castle for the millionth time or whatever. Oh, yeah. Another ghoul school or... Um, Right. Like a haunted museum or something like that. Right, right. Ooh. Um, this is a yeah, this is a good one. Um, I I was just really pleasantly surprised with it, and I don't think I it makes me want to watch the other ones that came out around this time, and I know I would be disappointed because I know that they really fatigued the production team after this. Yeah, because like, they had to various... come out with one a year, so they couldn't. Yeah, I don't know how yeah, long exactly. the production on this one was, but I feel like they must have had more time because they didn't have as much pressure on them to get it out yeah, like exactly. within a year. Um, but they must have had like a, a whole cycle going, like having two or three of them in production at one time, um, but not having enough time to really polish any of them. I think if I rewatched uh, Witch's Ghost, I would still like it, but the other two. Uh, that the studio uh, yeah um, it was um cyber they're, they're worthwhile things uh right after witch's ghost is scooby-doo and the alien invaders which yeah, i think alien is awesome invaders. i think yeah. well i think that the pre- premise is awesome in I practice remember... the only pretty much the only good thing about it is that the animation team is still there uh so you got some moments of well done uh stuff except shaggy and, gets uh, a the weird design girlfriend. the design of those aliens rules they got like yeah. lettuce heads it's awesome <laughs> it's a great design for aliens um i i mentioned this um i think when we watched this or at some point i mentioned this at some point but after i watched that movie i we had to write a a short story and like illustrate it for um my third grade class so i wrote Mm -hmm. a story about our um teacher's assistant uh being an alien and abducting Mm -hmm. me and everything um so uh after that it started a rumor in my whole like third grade class that miss burger was actually an alien um <laughs> and scooby-doo is to blame so that's how i remember that one and then what what was yeah. it it was cyber chase after that cyber chase is the last one after that the interesting yeah. thing about that one is just the you uh you know he's like oh i made a game with versions of you in it so they mm. go inside the computer and they meet versions based on the classic scooby-doo stuff so like shaggy's wearing a red shirt and he acts like he would in the 60s cartoon mm-hmm. and that's the difference and it's like fun it's fun to have these characters talk to themselves but beyond that it's kind of like it's not you're not missing anything i always thought the um the cyber guy looked really cool but he's really just yeah. a big spiky blue osmosis jones mm-hmm. definitely yeah um so after um the one of the things that uh, Bink brought up that I'd like to mention is you talked about Shaggy not being a vegetarian in this film. Yeah. Um and this is actually a point of contention. It's why Casey Kasem didn't come back for Shaggy mm-hmm. in this film. Um and for the rest of those four films just cuz I guess they didn't want to deal with him. But you know what? That's why they say it was because of the vegetarian thing. But I also think that they they were didn't want to pay for him. Yeah, was he really expensive compared to the rest of the cast? He's got seniority, and he is more famous than the rest of the cast. I guess so, because I don't really know the names of the um, rest of the original cast. Right. The only like, one, who, uh, the only other person who's there from the beginning is uh, Frank Welker, who has been Fred forever. Mm. Yeah, I guess... So, um, if Fred... 
Yeah. For, he used to do Fred and Scooby, but they don't have him do Scooby for these ones, which I find kind of interesting because hmm. he's a guy who is known for doing animal voices. Yeah, that is weird. Like, you'd think that they would just, like, hit him up to do both voices and have to, like, yeah. deal with less contracts or something like that. Yeah, I, I wonder know. I wonder who the uh, produ- who the, the voice cast. I wouldn't be surprised. This is a WDB production from late 90s, early 2000s, so I wouldn't be surprised if Andrea Romano did this. Hmm. Um, she does the voice cast for that kind of stuff. But yeah. this movie, man, this movie's great. I think we got to give this some ratings. Okay. Um, it's on Netflix now too. If you want to watch it, it's not. It's like gets in and out in an hour and tw- under an hour and twenty minutes. Yeah. Like I remember, I I watched this movie so much. I remember specific lines from it. Cam was joking that we remember they repeated a bunch of times in distorted voice because they're watching the footage on the camera. Yeah. But uh, Daphne says, "Did somebody open a window? Like like cut? Did somebody like, open because, a like, window? A chill, a chill ghost breeze blows through her hair. Yeah." And like uh, I, that line has been stuck in my head for years. Yeah, I was um, I was saying that and, for some reason. I mean, we were talking about how there's a whole bunch of um, the uh, movie. I guess like I don't know, probably only like 15 minutes of the movie, but a good chunk of the movie takes place in the kitchen, and there's just this shot of like that corner with the green walls that just gets mm-hmm. shown over and over again. And for some yeah, reason, that shot Velma, has been stuck in my head. And and Velma Velma chips off the paint. I yeah. think this movie would make a good double feature with The Fog. You know what? Yeah, actually, because you got pirate ghosts again. You got Yeah, you got surprise ghost pirates in both. Surprise ghost pirates, but also ghost confederates. Um, and That's right, yes, and uh, ghost tourists. Ghost tourists. Zombie tourists, rather. Zombie tourists. Um, I... Oh, yeah, I, this, I did um, mention that I really liked kind of the designs. Yeah, you could have a weird, weird movie night. You do cat people, then you mm-hmm. do The Fog, then you do this movie, which is a combination of all three. Yes, but animated. <laughs> yes. Yeah um it's pretty good yeah so um did we want to talk about the ending we didn't kind of yeah, we didn't I mean, really summarize not, the we ending didn't really talk about it then we'll do the then we'll do our ratings and then we'll get out of here yeah because we didn't really um, talk too much about like how how different this is from the rest of scooby-doo in that they are real and how they kind of are um yeah they use that uh a little too much after this like before yeah. this it had only been done a couple of times in various like individual episodes of certain shows mm-hmm like one where they meet Dracula and another where they go to Persia and there's a real ghost. Yeah. Or the ghoul school. Yeah. But like for the most part, it's a guy in a mask every time, which is Mm -hmm. fine. You know, kids like formula, kids like repetition. If you know what's going to happen, it means you can be excited when it does happen. You can go, ah, they knocked off Elma's glasses again. That's great. You know, you can point at it. (laughs) They didn't do that in this movie. They only did the, oh, my glasses are fogged up. Yeah. Um, but that's it. They didn't do that. Well, I mean, this movie is, does break the formula, but then they like, didn't, like they made that the new formula of like it's mm-hmm. real and you're not surprised when it's real when they do it three times in a row after this yeah which does get kind of boring because you're not really solving a mystery right really. there's nothing you're just kind of no like, surprises yeah. or not even like not even like something for you to do with your. yeah you're brain. not trying to figure it out like oh who done it you know Mm-hmm. Um, and there's no arc for that's another thing I think that's another reason why this one is a little better than the other three that they did is because this one has like an arc for the characters of like you know Fred being the skeptic and uh, you know Shaggy and Scooby like are, are like basically making the best of it like they constantly are like ruining things but then they still are like ready to help out right at the end mm-hmm. yeah um, and they yeah and it's other people like trying to believe them and uh uh, suspecting this uh, muscular gardener guy who turns out to be a fucking fed. <laughs> um, yeah, I think my my least favorite part of the movie was actually the ending. Um, in that they're like, 
oh, we're French settlers who worshipped this cat god. And I was like, okay, you had me, like, everything else was really believable to me. Like, the pirate ghost. Oh, my God. You're you're complaining about this not being believable? No, 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 no. I mean, like, everything else made sense in a, okay, I can buy that kind of way. Not like in a, oh, yeah, that could be happy. So would you have been happier if they were just regular werecats? I, I think I might have, or if they kind of, like, spun it a different way rather than the French people are worshipping a cat god um, and them obviously being French from France and uh, wearing all their French clothing and having well, French customs. I mean, customs. what if they were just Americans worshipping a pagan cat god? Uh, I wouldn't like that either. I don't. Well, actually, no, that would make sense because <laughs> so Americans So is your problem crazy. the pagan cat god? Is your problem that they strayed away from the light of our Lord? Yes, they they are um, <laughs> filthy uh, satanic ritualists, and they should be dead. Um, the, the the slaughtering bloodthirsty pirate lands on the shores, and he's like, "At least I accept the light of Jesus Christ into my life." <laughs> he will forgive me for this. He will forgive me for slaughtering these pagans. Yeah, and no, burying my treasure on this island. I just thought that was kind of a a dumb twist. I think maybe they could have spun it a different way, like explained I think it's it. Reminds me of this. You know, I don't, I don't know. know. Like, I, I, I think they I could have explained it a different way, but it's not really a big deal to me. It, it's not like a Doesn't deal it? breaker. Mm-hmm. What are you going to say? Seb, I don't think you'd be happy unless they pulled the mask off him at the end of the movie. No, I, I like that. <laughs> no, that's not it. That's not it. Um, I don't know. Maybe one of the cats they brought with them was magical and, and bespo- bestowed upon them magical powers. I would be powers. so much madder if it was the thing that you said rather than, rather than what I don't know. Did. I'm just pulling shit out of my that ass. That sounds so... <laughs> I don't know. I'd As like you... a magic... No, Sky Cat from Night in the Woods oh bestowed magic powers upon them. All right. Why don't we do uh, ratings? My, my pitch is that uh, they are slaughtered by the pirates, but uh, they're... That they and their cats are buried together, and they come back as like human cat hybrids. Yeah, cats, and they take I like revenge. that. And then like every that. harvest moon, they rise to do the same thing. So they're only around for like one month out of the year. I like that actually. That works. Um, but yeah. How about ratings? All right, um, pumpkins. I know you're gonna be. I, I'm gonna preempt you here mm-hmm. and say that this is getting two pumpkins because. Technically, it does take place in the fall. It's the harvest moon. Okay, so, yeah. No, I agree uh, with harvest, that. Har- harvest moon factors in. No, I'm saying this because I knew that if I tried to give it zero pumpkins, you would chime in with that fact. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's got to be there's got to be something for um. And there's also mm-hmm. something to be said that Scooby Doo is a classic like, oh, it's Halloween time kind of thing. Anyway. Yeah, but this is like a hot weather, very summery thing. It's all about peppers and but you know, it gets it's harvest, so it is harvest. Yeah. I um, just think of hot weather as a summery thing. The other one, the, yeah. the, the sequel it, to this also is a lot Louisiana. more Halloween. Huh? The, su- the, sequel, the sequel is way more this... Halloween. There's witches in there. Right. Um, and it takes place with, it's got fake Stephen King and it takes place in fake Salem, Massachusetts. Yeah. It's very good. Um, yeah, uh, it's I, a very I would good agree. Premise. It's, not, it's not a great movie. I would agree uh, with two pumpkins. I don't think pumpkins grow very well in a swamp either. So mm, they probably yeah. don't have a lot of pumpkins there. Yeah. Uh, this bit of you uh, taking literal interpretations of <laughs> very, has, has definitely uh, uh, flourished over the years. Um, screams. Uh, this is a, a one, even as a kid, like even the, the most gruesome thing about this is like the, the cat transformations. I'm sure it gave some people some strange fetishes, but 
uh, I don't think that it's scary. This is this is definitely a, a no scream for me. It's, it's Scooby Doo. If now. it is scary, it's probably doing something wrong. Yeah. Um, I think as a kid, I I would probably have given it three screams because um, mm. zombies and mummies scared the shit out of me as a kid. Mm. Like we talked on the Courage the Cowardly Dog episode last year, uh, Ramses scared the fuck out of me as a kid. Like I hated that guy. Um, so I think it, as a kid, like three screams at least, I wasn't like totally terrified. Now I, I would agree with you, zero screams, it's more of a fun thing. Yeah. So. Um, um, and then blood, uh, there is, I'm going to give this a couple drops. This is like five drops of blood. This is very implied. There's some implied slaughter before the movie starts. Uh, and then you got nothing. You got nothing for the rest of the movie, but that's okay. It's a Scooby-Doo uh, thing. What do you expect? Uh, uh, that my extremely gory uh, pitch for why the cat people are there, uh, notwithstanding, I don't think that this is a very bloody thing. Well, there's there's that. There's the settlers getting slaughtered, and then there's everybody who ends up on the island getting slaughtered. And then I imagine, um, I don't know, somebody must have gotten scratched or, you know, bumped <laughs> as they're oh, running on. through the swamp. You, look at, you are grasping <laughs> you, at straws You here encouraged me. You, it's your fault. You're an enabler. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll give it like a cup of blood. A, a Louisiana, hmm. right. uh, what do you call that? Hospitality, Southern hospitality. Mm-hmm. Okay, All cu- right. cup of blood. Oh, you're gonna invite me in? You're not even gonna give me a cup of blood? Oh, I'm, things I'll are give different it... up here in the northeast. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we only have iced blood here, not not oh. sweet blood. Oh my god, <laughs> But um, uh, and then we've got bats. Bats. I think this is a this is a classic six bat movie. Um, and I think that if you are looking for a way to kill an hour and 15 minutes, I, I there are a few better options. And it's on Netflix. Like, you know, this oh, year, yeah. in the year that we're recording this, 2020 October, it is on Netflix. There are actually quite it's, a few actual bats in the movie. They, they, they come of a, out of a cave. So uh, there are many bats. They're kind of uh, large, though. Bats are generally pretty small. Our friend Ryan wanted to be here for this. Yes. Uh, and uh, in his honor... I will not be playing Terror Time. I played it earlier in the show. I will instead be playing, uh, it is something like Get the Mask or something like that. Let me look at it real quick. Uh, or was it called uh, about how Fake or something fake? It's a, yeah, that's not the name, but oh, like. They, they it's, say uh, it over and over again, though. Yeah, they say it. It's, uh, they say The Ghost is Here. Mm-hmm. That's the name of it. Recorded by Sky, Sky Cycle. That's what we're going out mm-hmm. on. I like that song. It plays over a montage of them unmasking fake creatures. Uh, and like projectors and all that shit. It's a great montage. Oh, surprised to find uh, out after this watch. Um, we talked about this. Uh, I think mm-hmm. the intro re like the cover of the Scooby Doo theme was mm-hmm. by Third Eye Blind, who was very popular Tells at the you time. When it was made. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> I did exactly not know that. I cannot believe they got Third Eye Blind. Uh, something but, I wanted to brought up and bring up, and I don't think I did, is that I think that this movie got a lot of money and prestige because mm-hmm. this was around the time of Tiny Toons and Batman the Animated Series. Yes. Warner was getting a lot of attention for their expensive, good-looking, uh, more adult-oriented animation. I think... Um, and they were getting a lot of money from it. Wasn't Batman like, oh, Beyond coming out? put money in, we get money out. Not yet. I thought I it came out in 99? Was... Yeah, that was next year. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, 99, 2001. Yeah, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah, this was kind of the golden age of the start of the um, 
like the DC animated universe. Mm-hmm. Like that was just starting yep, you up. You have you have a little bit of time until Pokemon hits and destroys everything. Of course, in 98 Pokemon is already out, but the anime has not hit critical mass yet. They haven't realized just what a waste of time it is to do anything except for Pokemon yeah. and Power Rangers. Uh and like that when when people would pay money for good good looking animation, like that's that's something special. Yeah, that's something you don't even get now. Like the industry is so different now than it was then. Yeah, I but don't think kids you got weirdos WB... who wanted to spend a lot of money oh. on that sort of thing. Kids WB was out actually. Yeah. Huh. Did not know. Yeah. Anyway, so... um, yeah, I had a great time revisiting this. Thank you, Seb. And I think uh, this is going to be the mirror of a very dark episode we have coming up uh the uh scooby-doo and the reluctant werewolf which our uh lovely patrons voted on to be our hazardous materials this month now hazardous materials is our show where we touch a hot stove every week we do the bad thing we do the thing and it and we don't like it and we say we don't like it on the podcast but we and, do it uh, again it was voted it was, and we do it again and we it, we are we uh you meddling patrons voted to uh, have us watch something that tormented me as a child, where instead of watching good Scooby-Doo like this, I uh, on TV, it would say, Scooby-Doo, coming up next, and it would be Scooby-Doo and the Reluctant Werewolf, a really annoying, annoying, uh, just annoying special <laughs> from from 1988. I honestly with don't Red know Shirt, if I Werewolf this one. Shaggy, uh, and you'll... I think oh, I remember that one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. You'll, you'll see. You'll see. We'll talk about it then. Yes. But I'm happy that I got a, got to watch some good Scooby first. I think that's very yes. nice. Yes, it's, it's and, good um, to get some perspective. We've got plenty of other Halloween episodes out. We've got plenty more coming. Uh, I think we've got at least two more episodes that haven't been recorded as of yet. Uh, but the ones we've got plenty out, we've got one on Vampire Savior, Monster Mash Fighting Game. We've got uh, one out on Night Shift, which is um, Stephen King's uh, 78 short story collection also a we good song one, from the 80s yeah we have one on um we've one on are you afraid of the dark which we talked about a little bit at the beginning of this episode mm-hmm. um we have one out on scream fortress the uh the you know halloween update for team fortress 2 that happens every year and uh then we have one more i think didn't we record one more that i haven't put together yet no not that i was oh, on man. so i don't know i am I am, my brain is completely scrambled, and we should have one more, at least two more, one on Dusk, and one on, um, one on Halloween 3 Season of the Witch. I believe we will have both of those out before the end of the month, and at the end of the month you get Scooby-Doo and the Reluctant Werewolf, plus all the regular episodes that we normally do, which were uh, Psycho, Left 4 Dead 2, Night in the Woods, and Scream, so I hope you've enjoyed all this shit. Uh, I am going to try not to do any extra work on the podcast in the, in the coming months, but this month... I'm going to go crazy with it. Yeah. <laughs> thank you for being on this with me, Seb. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. All right. And we will see you next time, listeners. Bye. Bye. Other stock Hanna-Barbera sounds. <laughs>